Hey guys, on today's show, we're going to talk about Richard Garfield's The Hunger. The cheapest Kickstarter I've ever seen. Sabotage making a time-traveling board game and Jurassic Park's getting a legacy game. What? We're also going to dive deep into a bunch of co-op games that we all love, right? Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for that and more. Hey guys, I'm Tim. I'm Bob. I'm Dan. This is the Board Game Rundown. It Today, is. we are going to break down some games we played, mm-hmm. uh, some news, news. crowdfunding, crowdfunding. Yep. and then a topic that was suggested uh, by Patrick Olbstead. Oh, okay. But so, first, oh, that's why you... it was so bad. Oh, <laughs> man. Somebody just got uninvited to a I know. bunch of cool Yeah, things. no kidding. Yeah, so much for friends and family. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Rescinded. Everyone no, knows you, should, is... you should like and subscribe, right? Subscribe, yeah, that's get a good all, idea. Yeah, ring the bell, get all the notifications when we yeah, release stuff. Yeah. Everyone knows I love this topic. It's, it's all. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is true. It was actually, true. he suggested a perfect topic. Yeah. I was like, oh, this will be a, a good one to talk about. Uh, so anyways, but first, uh, games we played, guys. Sure. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Yep, so that's it. I nice. felt very Spencer-y today. Oh, no, you played The Hunger. Well, well that, that's the last one. I was going to you guys that's talk true. about your... See, we always do those last because we true. all play yeah, it. Okay. It's like he forgets how we do the show. Yeah. Like, every week, we've got to remind him. How we, hey, Tim, uh, and all mine are with you, so do you have cool. any that are alone? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, role player. <laughs> what? Oh, you played that again. I played it solo. Okay, that's how I yeah. knew how to play it. Okay, gotcha. Okay. I, I, I learned how to play it. I played it a couple times solo, and then we had a game... <clears throat> excuse me. We had a game night, and role player, the, the, just the base game... Plays up to four. We had five players. I'm like, you know what? I want Dan to play this. Mm-hmm. I I've thought been Bob, to play it for a long time. I thought Bob, Bob had already me. played it. And there's a, a bunch of people at game night that play a lot of D&D and Pathfinder and whatnot, right? right. So it's like... Up their alley. This is a game for them. So, uh, yeah. So we could talk about role player for a sure. minute. Sure. Let's talk about role player. So role player, you are... It is a game about making your yeah it's your, a uh, D&D character. It's a dice drafting and management game, kind of in the vein of Sagrada. Right. Um, where you are, you have your a- attributes, you know, mm-hmm. charisma and stuff, and you are dra- drafting dice and then putting them in there. And you have you have so many things. You have an alignment card. You have a backstory card. You have a class card, and all those affect um, how what you want, what dice Maybe you want you in want your green thing. die in the what you need. Oh, I need spot in the third column. I'm a barbarian, know. so my strength needs to be 17 plus or whatever. So you're drafting dice and doing that. Different colors and different locations work. Every time you place a die in an attribute, it has an asymmetric ability that pops. So if I put one in strength, I get to um, do something. Flip I don't your remember. die Flip from, your one, die face from the, one face to the opposite like side. Like the opposite side. Sure, so sure. yes, and then that's basically it. You are so you draft dice, but then you also then. Um, not really draft, but then there's a market and you're buying in a certain order cards in the market as so well. So you buy equipment, which which getting sets of equipment is worth more points, and and, uh, and you can get traits or skills. Yeah, that and the, and it's really cool that the equipment is uh, thematic to the most part. It's not D and D rules exactly, which someone perfect. had a problem it's with. Not perfect, but uh, <laughs> but like so, I was a monk and um, I didn't want to wear heavy armor, but like I got more points if I wore leather armor, which was the lightest armor in right. the game. Um, and then right. Caleb would not stop saying, monks don't wear armor! I was about to say that, too. <laughs> I know, but again, remember, it's not D&D, it's role-player. Right. Other systems exist. What? <laughs> sure, but show me a monk wearing leather armor, but okay. I'll do it for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, yes, that's the basics of role-player. Yep. Uh, it was awesome. It <laughs> yep. was so much crunchier oh, than it's... I thought it was going to be. I mean, we were yeah. like... 
like do the math and stuff that goes in the puzzle solving of like okay nice. I need to activate because this there's times where this. you are it's not just like oh I need higher than a fourteen sometimes it is I need seventeen and right. you've got a dagger and it gives all of your white dice for example a plus one. So now that jacks up your math potentially. Yeah, so now so you, you can have to, discard it. You can try to discard so it. So you're or, trying to get three dice in each section. You're trying to get those three dice to equal the correct number. So let's say they need equal 14 exactly. It needs to equal 14 exactly. Also, the colors need to be in certain spaces. Mm-hmm. You know, So, okay, well, I need this to equal 14, but also I need the third die in that row to be a white die. Okay. But also, when you put a die in that spot, it procs the power. So let's say, okay, well, if I put my white five here, the white five is in the right spot. It's dex so that lets me then turn that five into a six now i'm at 13 okay so next turn i'll put a die in this one just let me swap this five for this three okay so now this is at 14 i need to not touch decks for the rest of the game but then also now that you filled up your decks you get some coins for filling it up but then you can't activate that dex power anymore it's full you can't Unless put dice the there monk. anymore Oh man! Yes, yeah, my ability power. was so good. Such a good power. In, it, it, during the buy phase from the market, instead of buying a card, I could discard a card. It's the thing you can normally do anyway, and you get some money for it. In addition to getting my money when I discard a card, I get to activate any attribute of power. I just get to choose an asymmetric ability so and choose good. it. It so was good. insanely good and definitely helped me win. Like right. that power is insane. And then also, then depending on your race, because they've got all the different kinds oh, yep. of races. You've got attribute bonuses and negatives, sure. right? Depending yeah, yeah. on what's funny though is I totally missed it the first time I played because I just grabbed human. Like I wasn't paying attention. Uh, yeah. and Randomly grabbed a board. It was human. Uh, a nice thing they do is they've got male and female side. Yep, sure. They're the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, but yeah. So there's no attribute negs uh, or positives yeah, yeah. on there. So then when I was looking at the boards, like when I was teaching these guys, I'm like, hey, plus two, minus two. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, but, but it was a nice attention to yeah, detail yeah. kind yep, of thing, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, uh, role player Thunderworks games. We're gonna we're gonna get Bob to play this game, and then mm-hmm. we'll do a review of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's I can already just tell you that like D- Dan and I both really enjoyed it. Was it was really good, but just I'll it, probably like, like it. I said, just get ready. It's way crunchier than you think it's going to be. And also, I hear the expansion just makes it tenfold. Yeah, better we'll probably as have well. to find the expansion nice. because then you take the character you make and you use do it something? to fight creatures and ah, stuff. Yes. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, but uh, because Dan doesn't like games like Sagrada, yeah. but for whatever reason, this game, which plays similar, but I feel like there's way more mitigation. There's so much more, and not just mitigation, but this puzzle just solving again yeah. of like, I need this to do this, and this to do this, yeah. and this to do this. It, yeah, it was really interesting. It's and again, nice. probably the thing. I'll check it out. I've got it at home. I just haven't played it yet. You can. It plays very nice solo. Yeah. Super easy to learn, too. Okay. It's, I'll, it's I'll, really good. You might I'll use that as an point. excuse just so you can tell Tim, I played it so that I can teach it. Right, right. That's true. Other Tim, <laughs> other mean. different Tim. Yeah, I have yeah. Other Tim. Bob's been but, waiting to play this game yeah, for yeah. a friend. Yeah, because I got it from him. He traded it to me for something else because he was bummed. He never got a chance to play it, so I've been trying to hold off and wait mm-hmm. to play it with him. Now you don't have a choice because we got to do it for the show. Oh, sorry, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> uh, anyways, we also we played uh, the thing Infection at Outpost Thirty One. We did, which we'll have a review coming out at some point this week, right there. Yeah. Anyways, a one of our favorite, one of my favorite uh, hidden traders difficult co-op wow, kind spoiler. of games. <laughs> and uh, remarkably on theme today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was awesome. Dan's but, first time playing. Yeah, my first time playing. I had a great experience. I like games like that. I like that theme. I like that universe. The movie's good. 
Yeah. Uh, it was it was good. Yeah. Good game. Really good. Really yeah. good. What was the game we played in the middle? Hughes oh, and Cues. Hughes and Cues. A game that Bob is. <laughs> we Bob, played because we can't play with Bob. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, uh, because you are the board is literally just it is a grid with very various gradations of color. Okay. It's it's a color not wheel, but you know when you're like in Photoshop and you open yeah, up the color thing. Sure. Yeah. It's that, about. and it's split up into. Hexes. Yeah. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. So you've got, squares. I mean, you've squares, got letters and, and numbers, right? So you know your coordinates. Okay. Where you're going. So, yeah. Unfortunately, Bob, like, this is a game not for you. you toss it in the Scoville pile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, though, <laughs> I said, though, it's terrible, but I think it'd be hilarious if we did a gameplay video on the channel and had you play and never mentioned that you were colorblind just so that people watching were like, what is, is he, he doing? Why is he terrible at this game? I just thought that'd be so funny. <laughs> but just never mention it. But in Hughes and, and Q's, you are you're drawing a card and you've got four different options and they tell you the coordinates. Okay. And then, but they're all the different. There are four different colors that you can pick from. You know, and so you are trying. You first first you give one a one one word clue. So uh, what did leaf or something right? Mm-hmm. Like you if it, if you had like a greenish. Peach. Oh, peach. You had peach or uh, uh, somebody said Kermit. Right. <laughs> that was me time. too. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, well, we all were going for green, and somebody's like, well, what if it's like. A different Kermit, you know, it's like shut up. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, there was a <laughs> whole thing about Kermit. it. But yeah, so then your next clue, it has to be two words, um, and it can't be a previously used word. Okay. Also, you can't say like pink, right? Or you can't say darker a color. or lighter. Um, um, and you also can't reference a hint you gave earlier in the entire game. So like, if someone was talking about a leaf earlier and someone went brown, I can't then later in the game go leaf. Leaf. Try to get them to get towards that same brown. Right. right? Right. Okay, and <laughs> Dan came up with a really interesting thing because oh. he gave a clue. It was peach, and we were all like, "Okay," so we all guessed. And then his second clue was, "Do you remember what it was?" Oh God, healthy um, plant, healthy plant. So we're all like, "That's a terrible clue," because we all thought immediately, "Oh, that like we're all on the way wrong side. Yeah. We should go to like a darker green." But I hate to say this, <laughs> but the brilliance of that clue. Was that he was trying to get us? He was trying to get us. We were we were very close with Peach, but he was trying to get us to shift down and, and over to the right and to the right, like to the towards the greener color. So because a healthy plant is in this direction, then we knew that we needed to place our guesses. Well, somewhere I figured between, out somewhere in between well, there. Right. What well, the reason I did it was the two words weren't technically linked, but I can't like say that. I can't say right. I mean healthy plant. I mean healthy. And I mean plant as two separate words. And the point of that was a healthy peach is slightly more to the right than what you're thinking. Like, think of like a pure healthy peach. You guys were a little too like. Yeah, we were a little too pale. Not pink enough. And and I was like, just scoot over to the right a little bit. And then I said plant to get them to go down a little bit towards Towards green. green. So I just wanted right. And and I think like. So we all were like, oh, that's the dumbest clue ever. And then I go, ooh, like because it clicked. And I figured out what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And then, so here's the thing. So everybody puts then, so you put your first guest guess, down. Uh-huh. Then you put your second guest down. Then there's this little square. It's like a three by three. Yeah, sure. three by three. And then you put that where the main Answer color is. is right in the middle. And then everybody else in that square gets points. Okay. And if you nailed it, you get three points. Right. But the thing is, you can't be on the same square as somebody else. So you have right. to pick your own square. Mm-hmm. And the person whose turn went gets as many points as everyone else got combined. Right. Right. So the scoring system, I love the scoring system. Yep. I it is it ended up a pretty close game, it, so it worked. Yeah, except for Caleb. Except he did for terrible. Uh, oh, he came back at the end. He did. He did. He had yeah. a decent round. But it's it's really fun to watch people struggle to come up with the clues. Uh huh. 
But I, I mean, I, th- I had a good time with it. It was cool. It's it's not going to be the top of my party games list anytime soon. There are other games that uh, I just like more, and other games that I want to try that are kind of similar. Like I really want to try. Um, I just I I can never remember the name. The the name with the. Oh, Wavelength. Wavelength. I can yeah. never remember that name. <laughs> the, yeah, like I really want to try Wavelength. Well, this clearly seems like, I'm on his Wavelength. It seems Apparently. like kind of a similar, like sure. it's going to give you that same kind of feeling. Yeah, America, um, right? The 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 trivia game. Is it America? Yes. Uh-huh. Or Terra also. Yeah, get, get close. Yeah, get close. Yeah, yeah. getting close counts. Um, so like, it's not like it's going to be a, a huge thing for me, but it was fun. We had it a good time. It wasn't the disaster I was worried about. Right. Was be. But Dude, it was also kind we, of fun we started to watch. In, we started and everyone at the table was like, oh my God, we're going to be so bad at this. And we did okay. Yeah. With that, with that circle thing, it reminded me of the, uh, or the square thing reminds me of the Treasure Island, right? You're like, oh, oh well, yeah. Uh, is it anywhere in here? It's not as you good know? as Treasure <laughs> Island, which is yeah. a fantastic game. Yeah, but yeah. no, it was, it was pretty fun. We had a good experience playing it. And then, uh, today we played The Hunger. <coughs> yep, so we, we finally all played The Hunger. Finally play the hunger. Uh, Richard Garfield yeah. deck building similar to very similar to Clank, but different enough. Oh yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely comparable, but like they're not the same game. Right, right, right. It's like comparing a deck builder to like uh, Dominion. Sure. <laughs> or like these things yeah. have similar traits. Yeah, but not the same. It, this does have Dominion traits in it though, where the scoring the scoring cards will kind of clog, clog up your deck, up. you know. Mm-hmm. But then yes. it has a way to get rid of them, which I do like digesting. Yeah, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I digest those it's humans. So you know? good. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're coming. The map is basically like a spiral out of this castle, and so you're trying to get. Uh, you're coming out of the castle. You're you, the further away you go, the more point bonus points you can get, mm-hmm. and there's extra things you can get. But then by the end of the 15 rounds, you have to make it back to your mountain or castle or cemetery. Right. You know, you get Which, negatives depending on how far out you are. Mm-hmm. And if you're not close enough, you might flat out not be able to score any of your points. Yep. Right. Which I, I didn't word it like this in the review, but I can see the why, Bob. So you were going last a lot and mm-hmm. you, you said, oh, I don't have good picks, the cars, blah, blah, blah. But it's it's punishing you for not being risky is why it's doing that. Go out further. Yeah. Uh, I was buying yeah. people too early. And not using my movement to get out. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying you don't have to get out, but the, the punishment to that is you get less cards, but it's safer for you to get back. You can just collect a bunch of cards, eat cards, and then get back really easily, and other people might not make it back because you're not being risky enough. You know, like I think that's what they were trying to do with it. It forces you to, to yeah. push your luck a little bit. But uh, we'll also have a review very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for right that right one. Right on. That's it for games we played? It. I think so. All right. Well, I'm going to go into news. Next then, section real quick. is news. News. Uh, so Great Wall is finally on its way to the United States. Nice. Uh, they, they actually, there had been a few delays and it looked like it may not get here before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now it looks like it might arrive before Christmas. We'll okay. see what happens because Merry Christmas. I have had a, uh, uh, I had an order from Panasaurus, uh, that I placed the week before Thanksgiving Still and it on. has been in a FedEx black hole where it Dude, has gone to worst. to it has gone from Kentucky yeah. to Chicago two hours from here to Indy two hours from here and then sat in Indy for two days and has now been handed off to the post office yeah. thankfully because yeah. maybe they'll get it to me but that's another potential two to three days which is fine but it's like how is this this package been all around me like it went from like Tennessee to Kentucky to to Ohio, to Chicago, to Indy. Like, so the problem is, 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 is uh, my great wall has been fix- picked up by FedEx. Oh, no. <laughs> Which yeah. I'm like, so oh, I'm going to get this really soon. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Sometimes so FedEx comes and it's like right there, right on my door. And yeah, no I problem. Uh, yeah. I, but I have, I have experienced that where it's like, oh, it's down south in Indy. Now it's north ahead of me. And, oh, it goes right past my house. <laughs> and it goes to Michigan. I'm like, where are you going? Just drop it. I'll come pick it up. And you know? what's jacked is that the um, – 
the delivery date uh-huh. is, is, you know, like it would say, you know, oh, it's going to be there on the 10th, you know, and mm. then the 10th comes and it's still just sitting in Indy. Oh, yeah. And then it switches to pending, you know, on the 11th. And it's mm. like, well, yeah, no kidding. Kidding. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. I'm just petting your soapbox. That's oh, <laughs> so frustrating. And I get it. I would say I get it because it's the holidays and shipping is crazy, but this happens in the summer, yeah, right? all the time. FedEx, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it doesn't, doesn't seem as efficient. As well. So speaking of shipping, mm-hmm. uh, the the shipping lanes are unclogging. Yes. Mm-hmm. This will uh, be a ripple effect, right? A but, uh, a trickle-down effect as, as we're not going to see immediate uh, the immediate benefits of this, right. but things definitely in the next month and the are next moving. few weeks are, they're going to be coming along a lot faster than they were. Mm-hmm. Um, we will see when shipping prices come back down to earth. Mm-hmm. The problem is sometimes when prices go way up, they never Don't actually really come back down again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they'll, they'll Real drop quick to raise them and then they come back a little bit. Yeah. 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 So we're, we'll see what happens, but mm-hmm. fingers crossed that this is something, you know, in the next mm-hmm. six months, well, say, we'll be closer to being back to like a normal. Yeah, I was kind of thinking and, and hoping that like with the Chinese New Year, right? They're not shipping out quite as much stuff, right? And that would give us a chance to kind of like undo the backlog completely, right? So the whole month of February, Basically, you know, they yeah. could they could in theory, and now the the shipping lanes around Atlanta and on the eastern seaboard are not near as bad. Correct. It's the Los Angeles and the uh, Coast, San Francisco, uh, yeah. like the Californian ones, which are the huge ones, the big ones. Those are the ones that are really having the problems. So, uh, again, and I think that's why Awaken Realms opted for Poland was because they could ship things out faster from Poland yep. uh, than sh- just shipping it directly from China, which is insane. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Good on them. I appreciate their efforts. Yeah, yeah good looking out. You know, like even the different. fact that they're trying, like mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. really excited that, that they are being conscientious. Conscientious. Of yes. the uh, hush, hush, hush. of the gamers, exactly. Nancy Narking is an underrated and mm. underseen yeah. uh, Martin Wallace game. If you bought the Kickstarter, you have the nice deluxe stuff, which I do. Mm-hmm. And um, but if you bought it on the shelves, you get the retail version, so it doesn't come with the miniatures and like mm. the special buildings and all you're that about, stuff. You about to say there's an upgrade kit? There is an upgrade kit. With- you can pre-order now. It's forty bucks. And it ships in March. Okay. So you can look that up. Have you guys even played that yet? No. Oh you, you've, you've tried to play a couple times, but other things. And that's the game that's like the other game I haven't played, it's too. It's like right? a Mork Port, like the Discworld okay. Terry Pratchett game, which I've never played. I just know that that is a similar. I, for some reason in my head, that you, that was like Tammany Hall or something. Basic, oh, <laughs> no. speaking of games I ordered from Pandasaurus, <laughs> there you go. Tammany nice. Hall. Nice. Um, you didn't have that? No. Wow. Criminal. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Well, it was out of print for a while. Stickers. <laughs> it was out of print for a while, yeah. so I didn't want to uh, <laughs> overpay. overpay. Sure. So I waited, and thankfully mm-hmm. they made. I'm shocked that somebody did a second printing, but yeah. I'm really glad they yeah. did. Yeah, it's a good. Game. Um, but anyways, uh, so Nancy Narking, we will play that sometime okay. because mm-hmm. yeah, because Martin Wallace actually designed the original version, mm-hmm. the, the game that it is compared to. But he lost. You don't have the IP anymore, so he did a Victorian England, which is something way more in his wheelhouse, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nancy Narking is like Penny Dreadful kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nancy yeah. Narking is like a uh, it's a Victorian slang term for like a oh uh, uh, wistful doesn't matter. Okay, you know a lark kind of thing. A lark. 
Uh, anyways, other news. Wonderbook is coming to the U.S. soon. Wonderbook, we got a bunch of videos. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. Yeah, yeah. And apparently people like watching us fail on the first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I believe the second version is we uh, play the first mission correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How to actually play. How right. to actually play. It's not that we played wrong. It's just that we may not have made it through. We may not have survived the first scenario yeah, yeah. the first time we tried In to play. Intro, family rookie wait. Intro kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> intro family wait. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Do you guys have any news before I finish out mine? Oh, I, got, I got a couple. Okay, okay, I'll let you do a few just to give it a break. I got the big one. Uh, I evidently this was announced around Gen Con, but I haven't seen any of us talk about it. And I just saw the trailer video. Like the trailer video came out last week for Jurassic World: The Legacy Ooh. of Isle Nublar. Oh, so yeah. this is a Prospero Hall Funko Games Legacy game in yeah. the Jurassic Park universe, which is <laughs> interesting. Interesting, which looks like they're gonna just have you. They haven't said this. It, it sounds like you're gonna play through the movies in order. Okay. Like and, and try to build up the park, stop bad things from happening and stuff like that. Because um, so it's coming to Kickstarter in March of 22. Um, and check out the trailer if you guys are interested. Um, it's because the way they say it is there's going to be 21 playable characters by the end of the campaign. And they say from John Hammond all the way to and they say um, the, some of the people's names from the newest Jurassic World sure. movie. So they're wording in a way that makes it sound like you play through the movies mm-hmm. in order. Like because. Otherwise, yeah, why episodes. would you unlock the early characters first and the later characters later, right? Right. Um, um, and there are 12 different dinosaur types in the game with all the basic ones. And who knows? There's probably, like, from the newer movies, like, the, the crazy genetically enhanced ones and stuff. Right, right. But um, that's all I have right now. But, I mean, a Jurassic Park legacy game sounds cool. You just have to remember that it's Prospero Hall and Funko Games. So it's going to be probably a lighter game. Which is why I don't think I ever weight. talked about it. Because yeah. But do this first... do this at your own risk uh-huh. is is dismiss a Prospero Hall game. I say that because they're very easy to dismiss, but most of them are actually pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, most of them are good, but they're like passable, I guess. It's like Yeah, I guess I just feel like they're good surface level. Uh, sure. but there's not a lot digging in if you want like a crunchier game, right. you're not going to get it there. Exactly. And that slightly interests me in this, not because of that, but because this is their first time Doing a Lexi game. So right. I'm wondering if this is going to be their step up. <laughs> Maybe. You know? Or are you just going to make a nice family weight little Legacy <laughs> and, game? You know, we'll and, see when more trailers and stuff come out. When it and Prosper Hall is also interesting because the way that they do games, right? Mm-hmm. So they have a stable of game designers, right? That they keep on hand. Right. That they all pay, retainer, whatever. And then they acquire all these IPs. And I'm assuming that they get access to these IPs because of like the Funko Pops and things that they make and things like that. Right. right yeah. Uh, so they, they at least have inroads, right, with these people to get IPs. So then what they do is they go, okay, we want to make a Gremlins game. Dan, what's your pitch for a right. Gremlins game? Bob, yeah. what's your pitch for a Gremlins game? And then game? they just take the one they like the most. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, you didn't, you didn't get uh, Gremlins because we like Bob's better, but uh, how do you feel about doing a Jurassic Park one? You know, <laughs> I can make a legacy game. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. All right, deal. Uh, so it's interesting because I don't know if other companies function like that. I just know that Prosper Hall specifically functions like that mm-hmm. you know because i think when like simon hires eric lang they hire eric lang to make eric lang games. right you know right. what i mean mm-hmm. um, they have a certain feeling and everything i mean sure. right right so it, it will be interesting to see uh yeah i dismissed it out of hand mm-hmm. early on 
But the more that things are coming out about it, it's like, well, it does kind of I mean, I can see why the Prospero Hall thing makes you dismissive, but I, I just don't care. The second I hear Jurassic Park legacy game, I'm like, oh, I want more information. Yeah, um, so. but like the second you start including any of the other movies, then like maybe the first one <laughs> sure. and a half, I'm also like, sure. Because I don't. Lo- I want it's definitely to like one of those series. Yeah. I want to like more of them, mm-hmm. but I don't. I really want to like them, but I really don't. Kind of a funny, quick story. Yeah, uh, uh, where you were wearing high heels and running from a Tyrannosaurus yeah. Rex. Amazing. And then, oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, yes, and uh, no. I was uh, driving around the other night, and there was a bunch of flashing lights, and we pulled up, and there was like a big accident, right? Cop cars and everything. Like that. But there was also a Jurassic Park vehicle <laughs> with the lights on and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, dinosaurs have escaped, and they're destroying cars all over the place. <laughs> it's it's it was amazing. <laughs> I thought you were saying yeah. like the banner is like falling down. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, though. That's amazing. <laughs> like he must be like a volunteer or something. Yeah. Was just there helping out, but mm-hmm. just to have the Jurassic Park there, there with all the there lights. There is on. one of those cars i see that car around yeah, like town. that jeep or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. big yeah. yellow one with the jurassic park yeah yeah mm-hmm. that was great uh really quick i don't think we've talked about this which is just insane <laughs> have we talked about the tapestry expansion yet nope so we haven't even covered that have i was to hoping cover that. get one yeah but we uh, have oh okay so tapestry arts and architecture was announced a while oh, ago yeah. um it's, uh, it's been a few weeks and yeah. we haven't mentioned it um so, so we might have mentioned it i guess yeah. but uh, so uh, it has a, a, f- a fifth track now, the arch track, that doesn't replace one of the other ones. It has okay. a, another track that you can work on um, that has its own different mechanics. So it adds masterpiece cards that give you more things that proc on each of your income turns. So as you're taking mm-hmm. these masterpiece cards, they look like kind of technology where they splayed out and you, you take one. Okay. Um, but they impact income turns, so that's nice. More... Um, more uh, resources on your income turn mm-hmm. is always nice in that game. There are um, there are inspiration tracks. This is fascinating to where you, when you get them, you replace your uh, income tracks. So the one where you put your little houses on, they cover those and they make the benefits you get during your income better. So like if you're working on your red track a lot, you can just replace that with a better red track. Okay. You know, I, I find that really cool looking. Uh, there are five new civilizations, of course, new civilizations. And there are, I still don't know how they work, but there are also advanced capital boards now. So your little Sudoku board that you mm-hmm. have, when you get your sieves handed to you, you also get one advanced uh, board randomly and they have like these asymmetric things on them so the one that i keep seeing pictures of has uh lily pads randomly placed around it on the um like the no build zone the gray no build zones and it says the lily pads count as no build zones uh, like you don't have to build on them or whatever and they'll, they won't count as negative uh, po- they count as filled or whatever right, right for the points but at the end of the game, every lily pad showing is like minus two victory points or something like that, right? So it's like you can build on them to negate that or you choose not to. Some of them just look crazy. There's like Tetris patterns of different colors on one. And I'm like, what do you do on that one? Like, mm. you know, um, so those are interesting. But yeah, that's mainly it. A lot of people are saying this, but I'll just, you know, retell what everyone else is saying. The first expansion was definitely a here's more of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Let's add more and to the I like game. That. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And this expansion is definitely here's, here's all stuff. new stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're changing you know, things Put in up. what you want. Modular, kind of mm-hmm. throw in the mechanics you want and play right. with them and it looks right. cool. Obviously, it adds a bunch of new tech and blah and blah and blah and landmarks and, and blah, blah. blah. But, you know, it adds all the basic stuff too. But, uh, yeah. And then the last one I'll cover really quickly because this is fascinating to me. Uh, Sabaton. You guys know Sabaton? Sounds the like Swedish, the Swedish yeah, band. they're awesome. They're getting their first game, so what? it's not like about them, but they are helping make it. It's okay. called it's called a battle through history. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's being uh, 
published by, I don't know how to say these, but it's Pegasus Spiel. Okay. And Scribabs, it's an Italian okay. uh, publisher. I'm guessing it's Scribabs because their picture's like someone writing, like okay. scrying. You know? Okay. Um, but uh, anyway... Uh, and yes, yeah, Sabaton is like a Swedish heavy metal band. Yeah, they're band. great. They, they're they awesome. sing a lot about like World War II and stuff too. It's um, pretty great. Uh, Pegasus Spiel, by the way, Spirit Island, Brass, Underwater Cities. Okay. A lot of games we like nice. and know. So you're, each player is playing time-traveling storytellers that are going through time and to multiple eras and collecting heroes and soldiers to join That's your team. Fantastic. And then you're using Just those heroes. It. Okay, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what I <laughs> yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're using... I really think Sabaton was like, so we can make a Bill and Ted game? Like, yeah, that sounds like. great. Yeah. Um, and then you're using those hero stuff to collect like artifacts from history as well. Mm-hmm. And, and then you're... So at the end of the game, you get points for your heroes and artifacts, stuff like that. But then also... Super vague, but they just say it, and you can customize your deck. So, like, some kind of deck-building mechanic built Crazy. in here, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Sabaton, I'll tell That's you right fantastic. now, every time I listen to No Bullets Fly, I literally cry. Yeah. That song is one of the best. It is – I researched that story after mm-hmm. listening to that song, and I – Bald. Like I play it so Dan cries. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting emotional right now. That song yeah. is so well done, and they, mm-hmm. Sabaton is fantastic. Yeah. Um, is that not like my favorite band ever, but yeah. they're fantastic. Yeah, they are. They are really good. Is that the one about the ceasefire over Christmas? It's the German pilot that wouldn't shoot down the crashing American pilot, yeah. okay. and he, he guided him home yeah. instead of shooting him down. I and then. Years later, in their mm. 80s, they met each other in real life wow. and became best friends until they died. That's awesome. For like I, one more year. It is Just ridiculous. <laughs> I, it's so emotional for me. Yeah, they got but anyway, really good, like, true story types of, and, like, yeah. the dude's like a bar. He really just, <laughs> I, I picture him like, I, I, he was a Viking back in the day, just, yeah. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> but uh, a battle through history. Don't know if it's going to be good or not. Yeah. Sounds fascinating. Totally worth checking out. Yeah. Yeah, that so awesome. that's that's my news. Yeah. That's way more exciting than Funko. <laughs> yeah, it is. Hey, yeah, uh, yeah, Jurassic, Dan Jurassic wins the Park. best news of the day award. A uh, couple things real quick. Uh, the Hunger, Richard Garfield's The Hunger, is now on shelves. So if you missed it like I did at Gen Con, uh, you can go out and get it now. So don't yeah. overpay. Uh, Mini Steel is also available yeah. on their website. Uh, you can you might be able to find it in some FLGSs. But, Ask them to order some. But you can, yeah. yeah. Definitely, yeah. but you can definitely get it uh, off of their website. We might be doing something with them where we're going to give away some copies of Mini Steel. Ooh. Awesome, that is in the works. We'll we have see a what bunch of videos on it. It's a take that yeah. card game. Check them out if you if you're interested. Yeah, I would say check out the video and just see if that is a thing for you. But they're awesome people though too. Really, mm-hmm. really uh, happy for them that they got a game made. And then again, uh, the thing Infection at Outpost Thirty One is back in print. Back it's out. back. Uh, I just want to shout out from the rooftops because I think that's a fantastic game that <laughs> that more people should see. <laughs> Bob is like full on board yeah. today. Uh, but anyways, so that's all my news. Yep. Cool. Go to crowdfunding. Crowdfunding. Sure. I, I'm leaving this to you guys because I just went heavy on news. So I'll just go. I have a. It's not even out yet. By the time this video drops, it should be out. I think it drops in the next two days or something like that. But I saw on GameFound actually a game called Ancient Blood: The Order of Vampire Hunters. Oh. Um, it is a cooperative, story-driven game. I have played The Order of Vampire Hunters. This must be the new one because I have an oh. older version of okay. that, which is very zombicidal. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, good. It's by Dark Gate Games. Does yep. that sound familiar? Yep. yep. Um, this is their first project on GameFound, so okay. the other one might have been on Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yep. yep. 
Um, so it's a cooperative story-driven game. You can play solo and you can play in like one-offs instead of yep. doing the campaign. Mm-hmm. But um, that's all I have because yeah. it's just a preview right now. You can't oh, okay. look up anything about player count or anything okay, like sure. that yet. Um, the only thing I was going to say was because you say Zombicide. Yes. From the pictures and from the description, again, that's all I can go off of. It looks insanely Bloodborne-esque. Okay. Yeah, it looks insanely Bloodborne. Yeah. Like not only from the art, mm-hmm. but like a lot of the game mechanics too. So okay. Well, so I don't know the specifics about this game, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you in the other game. Um, there's like the day and night cycle, right? So you have a couple of rounds in day, then it goes to night. The vampires are weaker during the day. Um. They wake up, they're stronger at night. And when it's daytime, you can do things. We have a thing called the extractor. So if they're close to the door, you can pull them out in the sunlight oh, okay. and things like that. Yeah, because nice. you're all like Van Helsing vampire hunter yes. type people. Yep, okay. yep. And then there's different types of like the vampires too, right? Because it was back when, uh, what was that, the strain? Was mm-hmm. on, and mm-hmm. so like some of the vampires have like the little tongues that come oh, out, okay. like grab nice. you. Left for dead stuff. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. But uh, it, it's too. super neat. Like all the terrain bits and stuff, because I got like the uh, the terrain upgrade mm-hmm. pack, and it, it it's pretty neat game. It's just like it was kind of like the um, Fire Team Zero, where mm-hmm. it was like. Uh, kind of a lot, right? You know, and maybe yeah. hopefully with this one, they've kind of streamlined it a little bit better, sure, and make sure. it easier to get the table and whatnot. But yeah, the first I mean, one was super. Everything neat. you just described sounds really cool. Yeah, like the, I mean, some of the things you could do are super. Just sweet. how bloodborne it looks, I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm interested. Yeah. And now you're saying all this, uh, yeah, yeah, it looks cool. So yeah, well, I was just gonna say, uh, check it out when it drops. It'll mm-hmm. by the time this video drops, it should be up. Sweet, right on, right on. Uh, so I got a little one. This one's kind of uh, for for Jason a little bit. It's called Planes, Trains, and Argyle. It's a Roll and Write uh, Revolution. Uh, it's three dollars. Oh, Ooh, that's why it's, <laughs> it's three dollars. So it's fully funded already. He's like that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's safe. Yeah, it's safe. You know. Um, but there's three different games that you get. Uh, it's going to deliver immediately after the campaign. You're going to get PDF files, so you can okay. just print them out at home, oh, sure. take them someplace else, get them printed out and whatnot. And uh, so there's Rainbow Airlines. Argyle and Train in Vain. And the Train in Vain is like a holiday themed one where you're trying to build like railroad tracks to Santa's mm-hmm. house and whatnot. Uh, but they're all like, yeah, they all have their own little different themes to them. And, and it's a little simple rolling rights and $3. Did three you back dollars. it then for three bucks? I'm going to. And yeah. who doesn't like Argyle? Let's right? Honest. I like Argyle. I mean, the dude from Die Hard, the limo driver. <laughs> love yeah, him. right. He's cool. Argyle, yeah, he's super <laughs> cool. Yeah. Love Argyle. Not yeah. a Christmas movie. <laughs> anyway. What? What? Uh, okay, we're going to have to... Uh, that's a whole different show. South- okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, so that's it for Crowdfunding. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Okay, so cool. We're going to get into our topic today. Okay. So our topic, uh, we are... Uh, Patrick asked for a suggestion on... Um, he asked difficult, for a suggestion. Difficult, <laughs> he asked for, like, difficult co-op games. You know, what do we like? What makes, yeah, co-op's fun. Uh, what, I'm, I want to look up what, what he just, actually said. What he just said that they finished. Um, oh, they played Unfathomable. Yeah. And him and Julia were both traitors. Ha. Oh, nice. Nice. And, yeah, they won. Nice. Uh, so they were. he said he was very impressed, you know, two and a half hour to play. There's room, you know, for expansions. And, uh, yeah, I mean, five players. So, yep. so he was five like. Five players, two and a half hours, and that was a learning game. See, that's, that's good. Man, that's a home run, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's the knock on BSG is that it can run longer. Yeah. And uh, usually it's, it's three hours minimum for BSG, even not a learning game. And so. I, oh man, I just yeah. So, anyways, good, difficult co-ops with like five or more players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily think it has to have the trader mechanic, mm-hmm. um, but again, you know, even a legacy style one because that was another thing. Is he's like, so you have the legacy style ones, and so we then immediately started talking about mind management. Mm-hmm. I know I talk about mind management all the time. I freaking love that game. Mm-hmm. Um, if we do like a year in review, like new to us games, and even though that one is new this year, that one would rank pretty high for me. Uh, I will also tell you, I don't know if you're still on the same topic because I only listen to you half the time. Sure. Um, I would not count on Fathomable or Mind Management as a cooperative game. 
I wouldn't no, even well, consider there it. There is a co-op aspect to it uh, because it yes. is a team. There is a team there is. playing against another person. Exactly. So, yeah. I just I wouldn't and call And in my management, you know exactly who you're playing against. Right. Where yeah. one v many. Exactly. Sure. That's what I'm saying. I would well, never include it on this list. I'm just going off of what totally spawned fine. the conversation. Totally fine. Right? Uh, and so normally, right, like when I think about a good co-op, now, this isn't news to Patrick because he introduced me to these games, mm-hmm. right? But Defenders of the Realm, Defenders yes. of the Last Stand, yes. specifically games that he, mm-hmm. the first Those time I played them with him. Games. They are uh, <laughs> great friends yeah. and family games. Mutations are really good, Bob. Yeah, mutations are good. They are. Take them. They're good. Take, that was a disaster. <laughs> uh, but anyways, <laughs> so do you guys have some good co-ops that are difficult, good for, you know, five players? Yeah, I mean, I will say I didn't, in the text that I saw, I didn't see the word difficult, but I did write them down because I, I like difficult I just assume co-ops. difficult because we like right. difficult co-ops. Um, but Easy not co-ops all, are Not lame. all these are technically difficult, but sure. sure. I, have, uh, I have a bunch I could talk about, but I'm not going to. Bob. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I would say probably uh, Cthulhu Death May Die would probably be one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. You know, co-op played games. It, right? I played um, it once. Oh, have okay yeah I like I, I really enjoy that one because you have you know your players and you're like kind of level them up and whatnot i'm and mad at that, that game because it's a hard to get and mm-hmm. b i just hate the way simon does their stuff sometimes I sure. and and i didn't back it kind of out of spite mm-hmm. and then i played it i'm like oh this is pretty good i should have backed this <laughs> yeah i mean it's kind of it's almost a mansions of madness killer and, okay and mansions of madness is really good yeah, but i hate their minis Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Not These are the plastic base, and you gotta put the guys on there. And they don't like, you know, yeah, get, uh, they're not, not great. a fan. Yeah, they're not great. But, but I love the storylines and like the play but campaigns. The gameplay is yes, amazing. The gameplay is good, and it's way more in depth. Cthulhu yes. Death May Die is a much lighter version. Yes, and it's easier to pick. Like, um, oh, I'll do this scenario, and I want this Elder God. Whereas, right. you know, Mansion of Madness is like you're using the app, and you're like, this is what you need. You're going through this. You're going through this. You're going through this. Yeah. it's not as customizable. Sure. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's. Cthulhu Death May Die is a really good one. Yeah, it's probably my favorite of the Arkham oh, style sure. of games. That's why I, I wanted to mention it first. Yep. Right on. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Daniel, one you don't want to talk about. The, so the first game I wrote down, actually, so, you know, I was thinking about I went through my own collection, of course, I, and then I went through just, like, popular ones to try to boost my memory because I'm waiting for you guys to mention them to be like, oh, I forgot to write that down, uh-huh. you know? But uh, the first, so the first thing I wrote down, I wanted to write down Sentinels of the Multiverse, oh, okay. and I wrote down something else instead. Okay. Yeah, what I know it? which one you wrote down. What did I write the down? The improved version. No, oh. Marvel Champions. I wrote down Marvel oh, Champions. That okay. was the first one I wrote down. That is a, nice. and that does potentially have a, I don't want to say legacy aspect as much as a campaign aspect. Sure, you can play sure. through in the or you fight the villains or whatever. Right, yeah. Yeah. in those, in those uh, box Packs, expansions yeah. that yeah. aren't just the single pack. <laughs> so Marvel Champions is uh, one to four players by Fantasy Flight Games, and it's, uh, it's you're you're fighting a bad guy. You all have your decks. Uh, it has a cool deck building thing at the beginning where your 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 hero has certain cards he's allowed to have in his mm-hmm. deck, and you you can kind of choose, I guess. But there's like recommended. Yeah, no, yeah you know? there's a 15 card specific for right, the character, those. and then you can pick an aspect, protection, yeah. aggression. Right. I'm like just that. saying that usually it's like this hero is usually better with protection sure, because sure. of his powers. But you can take whatever you want. Yes, yes. You and you're building those, and then there's generic cards also that yep, you throw basics. in your deck. So you have this little asymmetric deck compared to everyone else, and then your your swapping between alter ego and hero and so (laughs) alter ego the villain can't hurt you they don't know who you are Mm -hmm. but they get away with more because because they're not actively actively stopping them Mm -hmm. so they're working Um, towards their plot so you all have to together kind of plan this out of like okay bob really needs to alter ego this turn that's fine that means i can't we can't let him we can't let two people scheme so i'll stay in hero mode Mm -hmm. you're activating your abilities that are all so good man when i played hawkeye Hawkeye, my jaw dropped at how thematic that was because it was literally you could like 
discard a certain card, or you could a- activate your hero power. It was probably his hero power, and you just take the top four cards of your deck, and if there's an arrow, add it to your hand. Because Hawkeye, if he reaches for an arrow, he's probably getting one. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a lot of arrows in his deck, right? Uh-huh. And then, like, his, you know, all his arrows are trick arrows. You can stun. You can do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I literally was like, I was so happy when yeah. I saw that arrow mechanic. Mm-hmm. It, you feel like Hawkeye. Yeah. And if there's one negative to Marvel Champions, it's that I wish the decks were long. slightly more asymmetric. You're right. Oh, okay. It's too long. It's a little long. But, like, I loved it in Sentinels. Mm-hmm. You have none of my cards. Yep. You are that hero. Yeah, I yeah. am this hero. Yep. In Marvel Champions, the way they did it makes more sense. Sure. And the game does end up more balanced because of it mm-hmm. and more fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in Sentinels, there's definitely times where it's like, this combination of characters Does will never work. beat yeah. that villain. Exactly. Because, right. yeah, you don't have anything to handle the environment. You don't have yeah. anything to handle this. Yeah. Right. Which is realistic, you could say. Like if, sure. But and not as fun. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and, yes, Marvel Champions overstays its welcome quite Especially a bit. Especially if you're building the decks beforehand. Yeah. You have really need to. <laughs> it's almost like playing like a, like a TCG or like mm-hmm. a, a, a X-Wing Miniatures game where right. plan your deck ahead of time, go online, build it on some app. And then show up and be like, okay, I need these cards. Yes. You know, and, yes. and be ready. Yes. Good advice. Because I do not want to wait. Yeah. yeah, I don't want 30, 45 minutes for you to build your freaking deck. I kind of want to see yeah. if they have an app. Because if not, guys, make a Marvel Champions app where you can pre-build decks. Yes. Do that. It will. Your fans will make it a couple bucks. Your fans will buy it. They will love it. I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now. Um, but yeah, that's my first one. Check Good. it out if yeah. any of that interests you. Yeah, and Sentinels, right? Sentinels, your deck is right mm-hmm. there. There's no yep. waiting for everybody to build yep. your deck. This is Wraith. This is Legacy. This yep. is, yeah. And, and and Sentinels is really good. It's it fantastic. Is. They just, did, just... It, they did it first. Mar- Marvel Champions kind of improved on the formula mm-hmm. a little bit. It's just Sentinels is super fiddly to where I don't oh, feel yeah. like Marvel yeah. Champions is nearly as fiddly. It's, it's fiddly, but fiddly, but not It's a little, as, but yeah, not as. nowhere near. Not as. But uh, yeah, that's, ser- it's that's so a really good. good one. Yeah, that's a really good and one. And it's very hard. <laughs> yeah. Depending on, I guess, who you're fighting, but usually it's very hard. So Patrick was like, oh, especially five players, but one of my favorite co-ops that's four players that I've played, and I haven't finished the thing yet, but it is uh, it is a legacy style, is Mechs vs. Minions. Oh, yeah. Man, is Mechs so vs. Minions good. really good. Out of the box, even. just like Out of the box, beautiful. top-notch production value. You don't have to do anything to that game, but nope. maybe sleeve it. Yeah, maybe. Well, and it's super replayable, too, because you could just play the first scenario like seven times. <laughs> you can. Because I keep sure teaching can. it. Have you played it yet? No. Oh, jeez. Oh, I keep asking you guys. We don't have to start with the first ones. We can just play the I, advanced, you know what? advanced ones down. right away. I'm a good gamer. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Apropos of right nothing. here. Wait, no one can see that but me. Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. But, I, but I think that Mechs vs. Minions, man, I... We hype this game up. I hope mm-hmm. I hope that it matches your expectations yeah. when you I'm play honestly, program movement. I was going to say that's the only thing that really interests me is I I have I still have never played a full on program movement game. Okay, and sure. I'm interested in that being my yeah. first. It's I just love really how you get good. damaged and like something gets stuck. So you normally you're doing things the way you want to, and then also now you have damage, so you're trying to go and sudden, what? So you just yeah. turn one direction yeah. and now you got to go that way. <laughs> it's it's it, fun. the theme. It's yeah. it's so I've never played um, League of Legends. League of Legends yep. at all. It is based in that. That's the theme of it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love the game. Same. I absolutely love the game. I think and, it's fantastic. And for being a a video game designer decided to make a board game and it yeah, was that good. Great job. That quality mm-hmm. and that gameplay. Yeah. Like that's kind of crazy. And a great and price the, and, point and for what you the get. The fact that they announced they're working on a second game and stuff is like, what are they doing? Because their first one kind of hit it out of the park. Yeah. yeah. Well, be and the nice thing though is that they're like, well, we've got all this money because they're board gamers. 
or they're fans of board games, right. and they, they just wanted to make a game they want to buy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they nailed the insert. They nailed the components. They did. They painted everything. You know, Washed, even the gray, pre-painted. even the gray minis have a wash on them. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like. There's just the secrets that you uncover. Yeah, the that and you the unlock. price for what you're yeah. getting is also it's 80 really bucks. good. Like, it's yeah. an expensive game, but then you see what you get, yeah. and it's, it's a it steal. Is a steal for, so worth it. It is yeah. a steal for $80. If you ever see one cheaper, buy it. Right. Like, just buy it. Mm-hmm. It, is that, it is really good. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Mechs vs. Minions is so good. Top-notch, man. Just great. Okay. Um, what else you guys got? Uh, one that we just played recently that we only got one mission into, Wonderbook. Oh yeah, Wonder- you know? I'm glad you enjoyed Wonderbook yeah. as much as it seemed like you did. Yeah, I- that was a lot of fun, and like the little like dragon thing and everything else. Like, I mean, that's just amazing, you know. Like, it's just Wonderbook has that thing there. that kind of like I was talking about with the thing, which I know not everyone's going to agree on for that, but to where it's like it's one of those games, like a Descent Legends of the Dark, but it's like let's just relax. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just a nice <laughs> chill version. <laughs> let's just have fun for a bit. You oh, know? look, we all took damage. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's like yes, I'd love to jump into Descent and really get my butt handed to mm-hmm. me and stuff, but like. Tonight, <laughs> let's play Wonderbook and just have fun. Yeah. Well, and again, though, right? You just nailed one. Descent. I was right. going to say that. One I was too. waiting yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 that is a fantastic game. Yep, beautiful. And now that you don't have to do the one V, and you can just use like the app, like yep. for them, and like uh, the Star Wars Imperial Assault. Yeah, thing, you know the same. Yeah, I would. You know, I'd lump all those right together. Yeah, I, I just think that that is a campaign that you will find worth playing. Yep. Um, if you can't afford it, but maybe you get everybody from your game group to chip in. Because you're going to play, th- as long as you guys are all going to play through it together, yeah. hey man, yeah, it makes a very good game, very accessible. And you have seen the price come down. I see, I bit. saw on even Black Friday, like there was some local stores to us that had it a little bit cheaper. And then what they would do is they would run, it wasn't that uh, Descent was cheaper, it was just like, a, oh, 10% off all, all games in the store, sure, right? Yeah. That ain't nothing. When you're talking that kind of money. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's like 16 bucks off, 17 mm-hmm. bucks off, right? I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. And again, covers the text. It's worth it, you know. If if you like that style of game, yeah, there's very, a lot of content there. Very worth it. I'm glad. I'm glad that <laughs> Wonderbook. Yeah, was, yeah. I think Wonderbook's really fun. I think that as people, more people start to see it, they're gonna Discovery, really, yeah, they're gonna really like it. Yeah. Uh, I only actually have one on here that is uh, technically five players. There's another one that is, but it's like a it's a cop out kind of thing. Um, so I only have one that's five players. Cause again, I didn't see that in the message. No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't put that in the message. But I just, sure. But I guess for Patrick, I don't know if he, if he's played it, but um, five player, two to five players by Marrowmorph games. I believe it's called. Um, oh yeah. Shipwreck, oh, the shipwreck arcana, arcana right yeah. here. I went into this game knowing nothing Except Same. that it sounded cool. Right. Like, people had described it. I was like, that sounds cool. This is a cooperative deduction game to where each player has, like, numbers in front of them. And then you are playing things. I've only played this once. You are playing things on cards that have rules. Mm-hmm. So play it here if your number is odd. Yeah. yeah, or mm-hmm. this high, or between this and this. And you're putting that out there, and then everyone is kind of doing cards and activating cards. And you're trying to deduce what numbers everyone has mm-hmm. and it's it's fascinating but it's co-op I really yeah but it's co-op so everybody's working together because you want to be correct right yeah. 
And I just, uh, I don't know what else to say about this game. Just if a cooperative deduction game that is super light, super fast, this has 20 minutes on the box. Yeah. And Even I mean, the pieces are kind of cool. And you're gonna, oh, yeah. These the are little wooden. And you're going to get a deep experience, I yeah. think, out of this. But these are like actual, like, plastic. You're not going to be able oh, to see that. Not wood. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I believe they're plastic. They might be wood. I can't feel them through the thing. But they are mm. thick. They're not uh, cardboard mm. chits, yes, right? right? Is like what that's, we're saying. Yeah, that's what I was just going to But uh, just a, a deep experience, guys, from this yeah. game that I, I think. You're also going to go into it, and it's going to, like, not blow your mind, but it's going to be so much more than you think it is mm-hmm. after you play it, because that's mm-hmm. that's what I walked away from. But uh, Shiprock Arcana, guys, insanely cheap, fast shipping, fast playtime, cooperative deduction game. What an amazing mixture of words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm glad that, again, like, it's awesome when you can find these little these little, little kind of hidden yeah. gems, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's get the production quality is so good on it. Mm-hmm. It's so good on it. Um, so uh, uh, what did I, I had one and now I, it's gone now. <laughs> but well, so mine management, uh-huh. for example, I agree. It's not a straight up it's straight fine. co-op. You, you can put on your list. I just I w- I wouldn't have written it when thinking about. But this. I do. What I find really interesting about that is that there is the cooperative aspect, and they also kind of sneak in that legacy part, right? Oh, sure. By mm. by depending on who wins, that unlock they unlock things. different things for either side, right? So it, it helps it helps the team that keeps losing to become more powerful because then it's going to start to shift, and then they're and they're going to open up other things, mm. and then they've just got so much stuff hidden in there. Like it is, I just. Oh, you can't stop. Literally, can't stop talking about it. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> off the page games. Yeah. But uh, um, anyways, uh, but yeah, I just, that's, that's a fine. thing. Gloomhaven, you got to say Gloomhaven. I was right. waiting for Bob to yeah. say Gloomhaven. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to say Gloomhaven. Yeah, it's, it's great. And then, Even if you dip your toe in Jaws of the Lion. Yep. yep. It's a great game. It's on, even the online version is like really, really good. Sure. Yeah. It looks so good. It does. Uh, but actually, I was going to say first, uh, talking about you know larger player games, uh, Between Two Castles. It's basically oh. co-op because you're playing with the people beside you. <laughs> yeah, you're cooperating sure. with them to try to right. make the best and ones. You can play, yeah, you play with a large player count. Yeah, still... up to seven. Mm-hmm. That's a really good idea. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Daniel? Uh, sure, I'll mention two games together because they're, I like them both for the exact same reason. They're both kind of niche, one way more than the other. But my favorite Co-op. I've talked about this before, and I don't know how to word it. I'm going to tell you you're is, wrong. Okay. Is, My favorite, favorite one style is. of co-op is what I'm saying. My okay. favorite like okay. mechanics. I know what your favorite co-op yeah. is. My favorite mechanics that go into a co-op are when you each have a job, and it is an extremely asymmetric job. You are a gear in, in, a, okay. in, a, in a, a machine. A cog in a machine. Yeah. yeah. So like, it, like, think of like a game like Root or, mm-hmm. or a game like uh, uh, Merchant... A mystic, uh, Merchant's Cove. Merchant's Cove, but cooperative. Like, to where you have this very specific job. You handle the finances. You do this, and we uh, have to do this to get... Like, X-com. Endanger. Endanger does a very mm-hmm. similar thing. I just didn't love it as much. Mm-hmm. But, yes, XCOM is number one, mm-hmm. and uh, U-Boot. U-Boot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and U-Boot, U-Boot is number two. Mm-hmm. These, are, these are very niche games. Not everyone likes them. You have to really like what you're getting at here mm-hmm. in order to like them. But both games leave me in a in a different state of mind. Yeah, you love the experience. Like, yeah, during and after playing of just like, you know, you, you both games are timed. Both games are you, you need to do these things, you know. No, you don't understand. You can't spend that money on science, Bob. We have to hire more soldiers. <laughs> right. You know, in XCOM. And uh, Bob can only select a certain budget during the game and stuff. Right. And, and you're handling that. And uh, that experience of having these different asymmetric 
uh, jobs working together. At, like I said, the best way I could just describe it is you're all gears in this machine, and you have to keep this machine mm-hmm. moving forward. And you boot, you know, one person is literally navigating a submarine like you would yeah, have to in real life. Yeah, and you're and the. the Compass, your yeah, you have your morale and, yeah. track, and then you have your you know you literally move your guys around this giant three D submarine in different rooms. So like if like I haven't actually had this happen, but I've heard like so like if this room starts flooding, you got to move your carriages out of that room and like shut, shut the, the door, door and then get your repair guys yeah. in there. You know, drain the ballast tanks. Mm-hmm. You know, like. It's the so experience cool. of U-Boot. We played U-Boot for like four hours straight. Just a learning game. Learning we weren't it. sure what we were doing. We, ne- we never though. finished the mission no. or whatever. We were just testing stuff out. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh my God, I can't wait to Blow play away. this again. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to take a class on how to be the navigator. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> well, and I did, I, for a you week, did. Yeah. I stopped videos and I did okay, but mm-hmm. still there's just two, I, I, I didn't go to college to, yeah. to steer a submarine. Or boot camp. I, yeah. And I didn't go to boot camp <laughs> and everything. Like I did, I didn't learn these things though. So oh, it was, it was funny. rough. Like yeah. it, we did it all correctly for the most part, except that for some reason we never figured out we were going slower than we should have been mm-hmm. at the depth we were at, at the speed, what we were set to, we should have gone five miles and Further. we went like three and a half or something. And it's like, why, what's, what's happening? But you left the porthole open. <laughs> <laughs> and why is Levi dead? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's thing. my favorite way to do a co-op. And those two games are the two that I can think of that have nailed it. And I really want to see more games. Like, again, in my head, I picture a game like Root or Vast. And I'm like, imagine if that was co-op. And it's like, this person's running the market. This person's running this. And you have to make your village survive. and stuff. It blows my mind. So th- those are my favorite <laughs> Make sure you do a lot of research though before jumping into a game like that because they are they are a lot stressful yeah. and they are a lot. Yeah. So you, what I was going to say your favorite co-op game is just one. Uh, so that's on here. <laughs> nice. Yep. You did think of it. That, that's remember I said, and one is technically five players because oh. just one is three to seven. Oh, sure. <laughs> but yeah, just one. I play co-op only, and I don't, even, I don't even know there's an actual rule set for it because who reads the rule book of a game like just one or concept? Right. <laughs> but but uh, basically, we just play to where if uh, if the person gets it right, you put it face up. If they get it wrong, you put it face down. And whenever we decide to stop playing, whether it's three minutes or thirty three hours, we just see which. Piles higher, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that says, "Did we win or lose?" I believe that that it's actually like you, you are, uh, you are the, you get it x amount of times, right? Like you are like the person. Thirteen rounds, yeah, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, something like that, and then you rule. just see how how well you did, right? How many yeah, that's got. the official co-op rule because yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. have to play co-op. There's some right. kind of getting your own point thing to where like you get it and, and stuff but like if your clue is used they make the guess yeah or maybe I, it's, who I cares know. yeah <laughs> just, just, play, just, play, just play it my way yeah <laughs> just one <laughs> uh you guys got any other ones before we wrap up <laughs> yeah any by the way ones? just one sorry repost productions i just like saying that for yeah. people um i have two more written on here time stories Oh, uh, that is a good one. Again, oh, I love time travel. that makes me think of another one then. Everyone yeah, knows sure. I love time travel. In time stories, you're kind of doing quantum leap. Mm-hmm. You're going back in time, jumping into people's bodies. You are kind of solving, like you're finding clues, trying to solve this mystery. You won't solve it your first time, though. So when you run out of time, there's a time track. You get sucked back to the future, and then you go back in. But you have less time this time. But you know you're stuff. No you're like, oh, we don't need to go talk to that person. We already know where the key is. They told us, so we can skip that. And you're just you're slowly narrowing down. Down this puzzle mm-hmm. until you can get to the end and solve the final puzzle. It's a fascinating game. The art style really gets you into that uh, that feeling of this time traveler in these pods, um, and it, it also has this great um, insert to where you can pause the game at any time and all the pieces go in the insert in a certain way so that you can take them out and that's the exact game state you're in in the middle of a game. 
You know, uh, it's fantastic. Um, and then the last one is the big one, right? I haven't mentioned it yet. Sorry, you said oh. you remembered something off. Of yeah, Pop no, yeah, uh, the detective, detective. Oh yeah, and uh, Chronicles Sherlock of Crime. Holmes. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, people mention that a lot. Well, too, just for, specifically, like, detective. Just specifically yeah. detective. And the Vienna and, connections coming out too, right? Is that the same? Uh, Vienna connections already out. It's the uh, and the Dune one just came out too. They're all the yeah, same. Dune oh, House okay. Secrets. It's all built off the same entry uh, engine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that is a really good co-op. Lots of good discussion as you're like literally like you're using this internet database yeah, to the, to, to research, research. Mm-hmm. and uh, everybody's trying to come up with their own deductions and uh, you know and agree upon like okay how Who are we going to answer these questions yeah. at the end and then chronicles of crime from lucky duck games also yep. so detective is portal games chronicles of crime is much lighter. Is much is lighter. Much lighter <laughs> yeah. But it's got that it's neat PR thing, thing where you look around at the, the crime, crime scene. scene. It's really cool. And you're like, okay, uh, I see like a toy. Somebody it's pulled a right. toy you're card out. Young it's out. Awesome. Yeah, Especially, I've, I've, I've seen people say that they um, they pair it with the TV so that's that everyone can, Everybody yeah, can see. see. And that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll really put neat. like most of the people in the one room looking at the TV as you look around, and then one person over by the cards just right. yanking out the cards that are ever called out. Right. Yeah, really cool. Mechanic. Yeah, very well done. <laughs> I haven't played all the expansions. We've got some Same. of them to review. Yep. Okay, uh, that we will definitely have nice. to check out. But uh, but yeah. man, I just I like both of those systems, and they're different enough that if you both. like those detective style games, mm-hmm. they work very well together. And did you have another one? Nope, go for okay, it. mine's my big one. I haven't mentioned it yet, guys. What is Robinson it? Robinson Crusoe. Robinson Crusoe. I mean, that's, that's what I thought you were going to say. Your favorite. The Adventures one on the Cursed Island. It's yeah. really good. Probably my favorite. Co-op, Again, Portal uh, Games right now. If you're not counting like a just one kind of thing, sure. But um. Maybe just because it gets to the table more than XCOM and stuff, because, again, that mechanic I like. But Robinson Crusoe, so not only is it a gorgeous game, not only does it actually have unique mechanics in it, like especially when it came out, some of it's been done now, but like that deck system where the cards come back to haunt you later. Oh, I love it. It, it, it was mind-blowing the first time I played it. Um, and then it's just, man, talk about, what do you got? Oh, hey, Island? Is that what you call it? Misery you, Island. Misery, Misery Island. Island. Yeah, I, I say I, that, but I like the game. Yeah, I mean, I, they say that a lot. I don't I, like I don't like Agricola very much. Sure. Which I do call Misery, Misery Farm. Cave or Misery But Farm, I do yeah. like Caverna, which is Misery Cave. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. He doesn't understand the definition of misery. He yeah. just puts it in front well, of everything. he loves that movie, too. It's such a happy-go-lucky <laughs> movie. Like, oh. <laughs> She's a big fan. <laughs> She's a big fan of his writing. Yeah, I haven't seen the end. What happens? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, they get married, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Rob Scruso, uh Portal Games, one to four players. It's just talk about a difficult co-op. You really gotta, you really gotta be okay. What is important? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to do this stuff in the right order, or else we're gonna die. Um, it comes with like twelve scenarios or something you can play in the base game. Maybe it's ten because there's like five that are each double sided right, or something. Yeah. there's plenty of expansions there's that are out t- for yeah. it. The, There's um, even stuff you can get on, like scenarios you can get on and print off. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, there's the uh, Kickstarter, like uh, upgrade special edition thing or whatever coming out uh, mm-hmm. Q2 or something of next year. You would probably, you might um, be able to get on GameFound and and get on and. It either just ended or, or it ends very sure, soon. So sure. check it out if you're interested. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't have enough things to say about Rob's Crusoe. It's a fantastic game. It's mm-hmm. one of the only games I have bought. The upgraded special thing for like yeah. I'm getting everything sure all ma- not everything but most things um, from that uh, yeah I mean if you want a difficult uh, Swiss Family Robinson Robinson Caruso or Robinson Crusoe some people say never exactly. understood it <laughs> I've always pronounced the C as a separate like it has a Caruso hyphen. Caruso yeah. yeah like that people it's say like Robinson- in the Weird Al song sure I'm yeah. just saying Ro- people I'm say paralyzed. Robinson Crusoe. Robinson, like Robinson oh, no, Robinson Crusoe. Caruso. That's what I'm trying to say. People oh. say Robinson Crusoe. They say that Crusoe. because of uh, uh, the never-ending story. Yeah, is you that like why? like your stories, like Robinson Crusoe. 
<laughs> but but I, I don't know if it's like uh, a, you books. know where you're from on the planet kind of thing. But yeah, I've sure. always said Caruso. Caruso. Um, I don't that's know what else to say. Everyone knows I like Robinson Crusoe. Fantastic exploration. Uh, worker place. Oh, that's the other thing. The worker placement mechanic. Oh, it's so tough. Never seen that since. So yeah. the worker placement is you have two workers. and It's you. It's just how you're dividing yeah. your day. So you have 12 hours. Yeah. 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 So this guy's 12 hours. This guy's 12 hours. So if I go here and here, I have a chance to complete both. You roll dice, and there might be events, and, the, and you have like a 50-50 com- to complete the goal. But if I put both my workers on top of each other on the same spot, I'm spending all day doing that task. I am guaranteed to complete it. Mm-hmm. I have never seen another game do something like that, it's really and I good. love it. Yeah. It's so thematic, too. It's really good. And it makes it really hard. Yeah, yeah. Because it is, it's super useful to hyper-focus, but now there's all these other things that are sure. getting done. Uh, Still, I wish I could dedicate a whole day to a task and guarantee I finish it. <laughs> <laughs> Unrealistic. I know. It's uh, unrealistic, unrealistic game. <laughs> Just to sum up uh, what I said earlier, because you, if you haven't played, the card mechanic I was talking about is basically you might draw a card that says you see footsteps leading to and away from camp. That's it. And then you might get like, you know, something like an item or something, too, that you find on the ground. That card then gets shuffled back into the deck. And if that card comes up later, now you read the bottom half of the card. It might says mm-hmm. the camp is attacked by a bear. And it's like, well, it warned you earlier there were tracks. Some animal knew where your camp was. You could get bit by was. a snake. Yeah. And then, and, and then, then need poison or yeah. need medicine later. Yeah. Yes. If you don't have medicine, uh, take a couple injuries or something. And yeah, so it yeah. kind of warns you. It gives you a hint. Hey, you got bit by a snake. Maybe work on some medicine. It's a little, <laughs> yeah. it's a little organ traily, right? You're <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there are just so many great things in that game. Yes, it's hard, but if you like hard, like I've probably played Robinson Crusoe 30 times, maybe one four. Yeah. You know, like it's, but it's fantastic. It's so good. I played a few times. The only time we won was because the, uh, when we lost, the guy who taught us the game was like, well, let's just play like a couple more rounds, see what happens, and then oh, we won. Nice. But I think he knew we were like close to winning and lost a closer game. Also, I've but heard, I was like, well, that's cheating. I've also heard that the uh, scenario that the rulebook tells you to start with, this is the intro scenario, the rookie okay. scenario, blah, blah, blah. Everyone that I know that has like put a lot of time in that game says that's like one of the hardest scenarios. Like they're oh. like, I'm surprised Don't you do play the intro scenario. Well, it's it's just gamer. that it's the first one, oh, so you okay. play them in order. <laughs> and also, everyone says it's not the intro, <laughs> evidently. Sure. But yeah, because well, it teaches you all the base mechanics. Yeah, it just then kills that you. might be why I've won so few though, is because uh, most of the time I played the hard yeah. scenario. But you're anyway. actually going to get into it. Um, and be like, this is easy. <laughs> also, should mention uh, like Nemesis as oh, a yeah. campaign mode, right? Oh uh, yeah, it. I almost mentioned it because it has a full co-op mode, sure. but I haven't played. But it also has a campaign mode in addition to a full co-op mode, which I haven't played. Right? No, I just wanted to mention <laughs> but it exists. Yes. I wanted to mention that that is a thing that does exist yes. because uh, sometimes the legacy style or a campaign style is more appealing, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. and it's nice when you don't have to do that. Also, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but anyways. Is that it? Yeah, we got them all? That for is now? It. I'm sure there are some we've forgotten. Oh, yeah, Please let us know more. in the comments. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, join up on Discord. There is a link uh, below the video, right? Yep. And uh, join up there. We've got board game discussions and chats and yeah we've, we've been scheduling stuff to play online together T- and- tim and i are also just both on discord a lot in general yeah so we are very communicative like we're just talking back and forth with like potato legion <laughs> and stuff like we're just talking back and forth you know usually uh insulting each other um bob not a huge discord fan not on there not, much not so much um but but he, he does I, exist i do 
you get on there and be like, hey, I got a question for Bob. Yeah. And then Bob has at, to get on. Then there. I have to get on. Or you're at like, hey, Bob. I really want to play some Axe and I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that, I'm on. I'm on. I'm there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm already <laughs> in the middle of four games, but I could probably squeeze, probably squeeze you in. Yeah, I'll pence you in. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, we. The, the nice thing is it's right now it's a small community, but it's very active and and everybody's kind of oh we've got these running chats. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Also, feel free to comment on the videos. Dan or I try to respond very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually I used to be the only person who responded, and lately Tim's been so much faster than me because of my work hours that I kind of just let him take over this yeah. way. He's so fast. <laughs> Paying attention. Sometimes I like things. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but no. Also, you know, we have the Facebook group, mm-hmm. and while you're on there. Clickety clacking around. Be sure to check out the uh, miniatures rundown, the Magic the Gathering rundown, the MTG rundown, yeah. and the Pokemon rundown. Don't forget, if you want an audio only version of this podcast, we're on Anchor, Spotify, any uh, any yeah, of those the, basic the places. Apple, yeah. I, I use the Apple. People say, yeah. and anywhere podcasts are found, but I don't know if we're actually everywhere. We're, <laughs> we're on most we're, places. We're on a yeah. lot of them. Yeah. yeah so the the weekly version of the show is is yep. on there as well. This is all in the description. Please check out our friends at the Board Game Mechanics. They're this, not in the description. Jason and Katie are pretty okay, pretty and okay. we are running a joint giveaway with them right now. Oh, yes. So you get on Gleam, and you do the things, right? So there's, there should be a link in this episode description, and there is also uh, stuff over on the Board Game Mechanics page, and, and in their groups, you can see. We've also got them posted in the social medias. So if you can't find the link and you want to know where it's at, get on there and be like, hey, man, where's the link? Because yeah. I will copy and paste that sucker, put it right up and there we'll for yell at you. Jeff for not putting it in there That's right. Uh, but we are giving away... Um, we are giving away Harry Potter code names and Machikoro Legacy. Legacy. So all you got to do is get on there, and, and it's it's like visit us on YouTube and visit us on Twitter. It's really easy. It says at Timbot, but that technically also links to the board game rundown. Oh, okay. So Jason, grab the easy one and not the <laughs> sure. Yeah, but but yeah, but it's still it's all still, still the same account. Still counts. So uh, much love for that. So thank you guys, as always. I've been Tim. I've been Bob. I was Dan. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.